Hey, this is Sarah Marie, and you're listening to the Soul of Worship, Are You Making a Sound podcast. Here, we study the Word of God in an effort to get to know Him more deeply so we can worship Him more authentically. In the Soul of Worship online Bible study community, we are currently deep diving into the book of Psalms and unlocking the power with prayer and praise. To make these studies more readily available, I will also be loading the audio from our weekly lunchtime live recaps to the Soul of Worship podcast. If you'd like to join our Monday night Zoom discussions or get the PDF downloads, you can register at www.soulofworship.com forward slash online Bible study, or you can create a login to the workshop, our online learning portal at soulofworship.com forward slash workshop. Thank you for being here, and I pray that God speaks to you throughout today's class. All right, God bless everyone this afternoon. God bless you. We're here for our lunch time alive. We are in the Psalms, unlocking the power with prayer and praise. Good afternoon, those who are just getting themselves connected here. Um, if you want to take a minute to share this live with your feed, tag a friend, um, let us know where you're joining from. Um, that would be awesome. Say hi in the chat. Um, and we are going to get started in just a minute. Amen. So God bless. God bless everyone. We are going to be in uh, Psalm 47 today. But before we do that, we're going to pray and then we're going to jump into today's weekly recap of the Psalms. Um, and so let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for this day. I thank you, Lord, for your love, your mercy, your goodness, your kindness, my God. Lord, I present myself to you, Father God, as a willing vessel to be used for your glory and for your honor in this afternoon. Lord, I pray that you would... Um, teach me as I teach out, Lord, Father God, Lord, that you would fill me as I release your word today, Father God, Lord, I pray that you would strengthen me as you strengthen others, Lord, and that we would all learn and grow in our spiritual walk as we continue to uncover these kingdom truths and these kingdom keys in the Psalms so that we can also see your glorious power be revealed as we continue to worship you and pray unto you and praise your mighty name, Lord God. We know that there is power in worship, we know that there's power in prayer. We know that there's power in our praise. And so, Father God, I pray that you would continue to reveal this power to us so that we can walk in your victory, in the victory that you've already given to us, that we can learn how to use this spiritual weapon of warfare, which is our worship onto you, God. Lord, and I, and I give you honor and I give you all glory for what you're going to uh, do today, what you're going to continue to do in all of us. And Lord, I thank you in advance for the word that's going out today, Father God. God, Lord, we know your word is living and it is active. It is sharper than a double-edged sword. And so we know that as we declare your word, that it will be effective in our lives. And so we thank you once again. We give you all honor, all glory, and all praise because you are holy and you are mighty and you are wonderful and you are worthy to be praised. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. 
Amen, amen, amen. All right, so let us jump right in today. As I mentioned, we are unlocking the power with prayer and praise. We have been deep diving into uh, the themes that are evident in the Psalms. We have finally uh, gone into book two of the Psalms, which are Psalms 42 to 72. Uh, before we get started, I'm going to do a quick recap of what we talked about last week. And then this week's theme, which is going to be like a, another sub-series within the series, is ways to express your worship. So this consider this part one of this theme. Um, and then after we deep dive into today's topic, we'll then talk about some key takeaways. How do we apply this to our lives? Um, and then talk about next steps, some announcements, praise reports. And then if anyone has a prayer request, we surely invite you to share that um, with us in the chat so that we can uh, unite with you in that prayer your request on to the Lord. Amen. So um, what did we learn last time? As I mentioned before, we are, uh, we finally have moved into book two of the Psalms. And so in book two, a uh, fun fact here is that the Hebrew word used to talk about God is heavily the word Elohim, okay? It is used heavily in these Psalms. And so Elohim is the overarching theme and revelation of God in these particular songs of praise. So it is praising God and reaching out to God. God and praying to God as Elohim, as the supreme judge, as the creator of the universe, as the judge, as a um, ruler, a strong one, mighty one. And so uh, again, it's, it's just a shift. It's just something to take note of that a lot of these Psalms are reaching out to this aspect of God, to this character trait of our Lord God Almighty. Um, and then book two also started with a powerful instruction and revelation of our, the way that we should be designed the Lord. And so 40, Psalm 42 was about we should thirst for God, right? As, as a deer pants for water. And so as a deer pants, as a deer longs for water and desperately desires water while walking through a dry and thirsty land, then so shall our souls thirst for the living God, for the living Elohim, the God who reigns, the God who is supreme, the God who is living and active, who, who speaks, who hears. And, and it's just a, such a powerful revelation of God. And so the kingdom keys that we talked about last week is that God wants us to thirst for him, to long for him. And so if we lack this desire, we can ask God to give it to us, Lord. We can we can say, Lord, I look at these scriptures, I look at these Psalms of David or these Psalms from the sons of Korah, and I want to thirst for you as a deer pants for water. I want to have that type of intimacy with you and longing for you and trust me that God is going to respond to that type of prayer because God delights to satisfy us he delights in satisfying our hunger satisfying our thirst um, and so certainly ask God for that and as you ask God for that your spiritual life will grow and then we also have to realize that God is the only God that can quench our thirst, right? We are often just seeking something, seeking higher being, right? All humanity has this innate um, desire to long for answers, to long for a creator, to long for a higher being. And we know who that higher being is. That higher being is Elohim, is our God, uh, supreme God, creator of the universe. And he's the only one who can truly satisfy our soul 
souls. And so Jesus said, come, all who are thirsty, come, come drink of the living waters, come drink from the water that is poured out out of him. And we then could also be springs of living water as well through the power of the Holy Spirit. And so again, that's what we talked about last week. And so today we are going to jump in to a new theme. And as I said before, it's different ways that we can express our worship to God, different ways through biblical scripture that we can tell God we love him, that we can tell God that we honor him, that we can tell God and express our devotion to him. And so when you read the scriptures, when you read the Psalms, when you read the Old Testament, when you read the New Testament, you will see that there are many different ways to praise God. There are many varied and wonderfully diverse ways to to express your love, to express your worship to God, biblically speaking, right? God honors when we worship him in spirit and in truth. He is desiring worshipers who will worship him in spirit and in truth. And so we should know what these ways are that please the Lord. And so that is what we're going to be talking about today. And so in fact, you might even have heard me talk about the seven Hebrew words of praise before, because this really gives us a clue as to some of the many ways that we can worship God. Now, I'm not going to talk about all of these in depth today, but we're going to focus on a few. And so I want to give you an overview that when we pick up our Psalms and we pick up our scripture and we read the word, I will bless the Lord or I will praise the Lord at all times, right? It, sometimes in the scriptures, a different Hebrew word was used for to, to symbolize worship, to symbolize praise. And because uh, Hebrew is such a complex language um, and those who were translating the original Hebrew, they said, okay, all these words kind of mean worship, kind of mean praise in some way, shape, or form. So let's just all call it praise to simplify it. But in reality, it's when you, when you know the original Hebrew words that are used, it can uncover some deep spiritual truths so that we can praise him with understanding, so we can praise him with truth and we can praise him in spirit because we know that there's many different ways that we can worship the Lord and that he loves them all, right? And so the, I want to, again, quickly go over the seven Hebrew words of praise. And so halal is the most common expression of praise. And it generally means to boast about God, to brag about God, to celebrate or rave about God. And it's also the root word for hallelujah, right? Halal, hallelujah. So when we say hallelujah, we are celebrating Yah. We are celebrating Yahweh. We are celebrating the Lord. And so we are boasting about him. Think about just total celebration. That's when we say hallelujah. All right. Then there's a yada, which means to worship with lifted hands. At not only just lifted, but extended hands. And it also means in the Hebrew, the alternate definition is to physically throw or shoot an arrow. So I love that connection because to me, that is, that means that again, worship is my warfare. That every time I lift up my hands, it's like I am shooting out spiritual arrows, right? Against my enemy. I am praising God with my hands lifted high, but I am shooting arrows in the spirit. Then there's toda, which means the off to offer the sacrifice of praise, the thanksgiving offering. We come come to the Lord with thanksgiving, come into his gates with praise, right? This is toda. That is that type of worship where I'm just praising God because I'm so grateful and thankful for all that he has done. 
Then there's Shabakh, which is to shout or to announce with a loud voice. This is a victory shout. This is, you know, we're going to talk about shouting a little bit today, um, but this is just that I'm going to release my sound. I'm going to release a shout. I am going to praise God with a loud voice. And then kind of in, I don't want to say it's opposite, but just a different way to worship God is also Barak. And so Barak means to kneel down. It means to bow down and quiet adoration and quiet reverence, just being in awe of God. When it's those moments when you feel like there's just a holy hush, right, where you're just bowing down before him and you're blessing God. So sometimes when you see, I will bless the Lord at all times or or bless the Lord, it's really Barak. It's just kneel down and acknowledge that he is God, right? And so again, very different than when we're, uh, you know, hallelujahing and we're shabaking, but sometimes it calls for, for just bowing down before him in stillness in quietness. And then there's Tahila, which is a song of praise. Tahila is to praise God with a new song. It's also usually an expectation of a miracle. Uh, the Hebrew title for the book of songs, it's the, it's Tahila, which means a, a book of songs, right? It's, that's the word that's used to describe the entire psalm. And so we know that Tahila is that release of a song. And, and we think about an expectation of a miracle that all these, as we've read for so many weeks now, Psalms of David, right? That David is, um, you know, he was often praising God in the middle of a wilderness. He was praising God in the middle of a trial. He was praising God in the middle of a battle. And so therefore he was praising God. He was releasing Tehila in the midst of those situations because he was believing in expectation that God was going to show up in the way that he knew God would, right? So powerful. Um, and then Zamar is also to make music to God, right? It's to joyfully praise God by making, uh, by making songs with musical instruments, right? It's often accompanied by tequila. And actually something that I was reading recently is um, Zamar also can signify this the, to make music with your voice, right? So we think of singing as tequila, but what's released is tequila, but the actual act is Zamar because our vocal cords are stringed instruments powerful stuff, right? Um, and so Zamar, again, is another way to praise the Lord. It's through our instruments, making music through our instruments. Um, let's see, we have a question in the chat from Marina. It says, what does it mean you are fighting a battle I already won? This is from a song. Well, we know that we worship God from a place of victory, right? So God has already conquered every disease. He's conquered sin. He's conquered death. And so even though we need to fight our daily battles, we fight them from a position of God's victory. We know that there's nothing too big for him. We know that there's nothing too great for him. He's already won the ultimate battle. And so that's why we can believe with great hope and we can believe with great expectation that God's going to come through because he has already conquered the world, right? Jesus said, in this world, you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. So that's kind of where I would assume that that line is coming from. Good question, Marina. 
Um, and thank you for asking it. Amen. So again, that's just a, a quick overview. I, I go in depth into the seven Hebrew words of worship in my book, uh, Worship, Are You Making a Sound? But I just, it, it made too much sense to bring that into this week in the song that we're going to talk about this week as a quick overview, again, of the many ways that we can worship the Lord. And so with that being said, as I said before, all of these ways are acceptable to the Lord, right? All of these ways are good ways to praise God. And so I want to make sure that we know that, that every, all of these ways are acceptable before God. But the challenge that I want to present to you today is what are we missing by only sticking to one way? Some of us may be more comfortable just in that quiet adoration and we've never shouted unto the Lord or we've never celebrated God in, in, in a great big explosive way. And maybe the other way around, maybe we're, we're shouters. We're the ones who are always making a shout, but we never quiet ourselves down and bow down before his presence. And so what I want to challenge us with is let's expand let's try something new, right? Let's go beyond our comfort zones so that we can experience something new in the presence of God. So worshiping God in forms that may be new to us might be uncomfortable at first, but they can bring a freshness and they can bring a joy into our relationship with the Lord. You do not have to be a fancy singer or have been gifted with, you know, an anointed voice to worship God with Tehillah, right? You can sing a new song unto the Lord and, and, and in a way that is beautiful, we actually have had this experience this past week in church where one of our elders decided to sing a song that's been on his heart all week. And he had a beautiful moment at home just singing unto the Lord and he was weeping before the Lord. And then he he knew that he needed to sing it in front of everyone. And he said, I haven't sang this song in 40 years. That's, he said that was the last time I sang in front of people. 40 years. But when he released his song, to me, it was the most beautiful thing I've ever heard. It was the most beautiful worship I have ever heard because it was authentic. It was heartfelt and it was only to God. He didn't care what he sounded like. He just wanted to release praise onto God. And that moment truly just impacted me because that's what God wants to do with us. God wants us to step beyond our comfort zones and to say, you know what? I've never been a singer. I, I, I'll just praise God over here. I'll just do this. I'll do that. I'll do all those other things, but I'll never try singing to God. But my God, you can experience a greater measure of his glory. You can receive freshness and a joy that by you trying something new, right? So that's, that's again, just the challenge that I have for us to try something new in the presence of God to express your adoration because something can be unlocked when you try that something new. And so over the next couple of weeks, we're going to be searching the Psalms for new expressions of worship that we may not have yet incorporated into our devotional time and to get a better understanding for why we do what we already do. Maybe you are 
someone who always claps your hands. Maybe you're someone who always celebrates God. Maybe you're someone who always sings. Maybe you're very talented on a musical instrument. But to know even at a deeper level what this signifies according to the word of God, it will give you a deeper understanding of what's happening not just in the physical, but in the spiritual realm. Amen. So who's ready to go on this journey with me? (laughs) Let me know in the chat. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Oh, looking at some chats actually here on Instagram. Worshiping from a place of victory is knowing that the battle is already won. Yes. Worshiping with assurance that it's already done. Yes. Those are so good. Praise be to Jesus. Also, I'm having worship at my house for the first time. Yes. That's and not in and of itself is something beautiful that we don't reserve our worship just for Sunday mornings, but that we bring that worship into Monday morning, that we bring it into Tuesday afternoon, that we bring it into Wednesday nighttime, right? That we are constantly in a state of worship before the Lord. Amen. Amen. All right. Yes, me. She's, we are ready to jump in. So what I want us to read is Psalm 47. Okay. We're going to really, really focus on the first verse, but I want us to read the whole Psalm to get the full picture of this Psalm. So Psalm 47, starting at the subtitle, which says to the chief musician, a Psalm of the sons of Korah. We talked about the sons of Korah last week. So if you missed that explanation, go back to last week's. Um, to the chief musician, we talked about that a lot. That could either mean two things. Either this is directly to the chief musician, which is the Lord God Almighty, or to the chief musician, to the worship leader, so that we can make sure we're singing this in the congregational worship. So this gives us an indication that it's not just a personal psalm, but a song that was sung in, in congregational worship. So... With that being said, let's jump in. Verse one. Oh, clap your hands, all you peoples! Exclamation mark. Shout to God with the voice of triumph! Exclamation mark. For the Lord Most High is awesome. He is a great king over all the earth. He will subdue the peoples under us, all the nations under our feet. He will choose our inheritance for us, the excellence of Jacob, whom he loves. Selah. Pause. God has gone up with a shout, the Lord with the sound of a trumpet. Sing praises to God. Sing praises. Sing praises to our king. Sing praises. Exclamation marks. For God is the king of all the earth. Sing praises with understanding. God reigns over the nations. God sits on his holy throne. The princes of the people have gathered together. The people of the God of Abraham. For the shields of the earth belong to God. He is greatly exalted. Powerful psalm, isn't it? So, so good. So, so good. In the chat, uh, Sister Selena says, I am ready for the challenge. Do something new in worship to the Lord. Love it. Yes, amen. So let's talk about this Psalm 47. First of all, if you don't notice, this is a command to praise, okay? This psalm is full of commands. Not let us, not 
I should or I shall, but it is telling the people what has to be done. It is full of commands for all people. It says all you peoples, everybody, all the nations, all the earth, all you people need to praise God. And here are the ways that you ought to praise God. You need to clap your hands. You need to shout to God with the voice of triumph and you need to sing praises to God. This song says sing praises to God five times, five times. When God repeats himself in scripture, it's because we ought to pay attention. And so it is, and it's singing praise to Elohim, singing praise to the king, to the supreme ruler. So clearly this psalm, this is a strong declaration of worship, right? The sons of Korah, as they were writing this, inspired by the Holy Spirit, they did not have in mind some sleepy singing. They did not have in mind some whispered prayers, right? Yes, God hears the whispered prayers. But in this moment, this is celebration. This is halal. This is Shabbat. This is declaring with a loud voice and with a loud sound. What are we declaring? What's the purpose? Declaring that the Most High is awesome, that the Lord Most High is King, that the Lord Most High has governmental rule over the entire earth. This is a declaration of praise. And the word used, the Hebrew word for the Lord Most High is Yahweh Elion. All right, the most high, he is the supreme. And when it says he is awesome, I feel like we, we have lost the depthness of that word awesome. That word awesome, we say awesome all the time. Oh, you did an awesome job on that painting. That was awesome the way that that happened. Oh, everything is awesome. You know what? Everything is not awesome. You know what's awesome? My God. And awesome means that he is to be feared. It means that God is to be revered. It means that God is, is a being that causes astonishment. God is a being that causes me to be in a state of awe. That I am just shook because of his greatness. That I am just there completely in awe of who he is. And because I'm in complete awe, I am going to clap my hands. I am going to shout to God with a voice of triumph and I am going to sing praises to him multiple times over because he is worthy to be exalted because he is a great king over all the earth. That's some powerful stuff, people. It is some powerful stuff. Come on, give God some glory for a second there before we start breaking this down even further. <laughs> glory to the Lord. So first of all, it starts off right away with clap your hands. Clap your hands. The Hebrew word for clap that's used in this verse is taka. Taka, or maybe it's taka. Taka. And it means to thrust or drive a weapon, kind of like a, a kind of like a, a hammer, right? So that you're poof, poof. It's also the same word that's used to blow a trumpet. It also means to smite, to strike, and to sound an alarm. So when this verse is saying, "Clap your hands, all you people," is not this. That ain't it. That's not taka. Taka means that we are to strike our hands together with 
force that we are to strike our hands together with energy that we are to strike our hands together with enthusiasm enthusiasm the sons of Korah as they wrote this psalm and they wrote it to the chief musician and they said we gotta sing this on Saturday on Sabbath or whatever we're getting together again to worship God they were commanding that all nations need to clap their hands with power and with authority and to shout triumphantly to God to shout triumphantly to the Lord so maybe you've never thought to clap your hands in this way or as a way to celebrate or to worship God. But if you think about it, God has given us in our nature a natural instinct to clap or to shout when victory is experienced, right? If you're proud of your kids that did something good, you're like, oh, good job, guys, right? Or someone gives a big speech, we're like... That was good. But how come when you come to church, you have, it's so hard for you to even put your hands together. You can't even, you can't even come together and be like, my God is awesome. Yes, in the chat, glory, love it. That's how I do it. Yes, I know that it is. Hand clap, hand clapping is powerful. It is powerful because we are striking. We are striking like a weapon. Strike your hands like a weapon. Come on, guys. I know I say this over and over and over again, but worship is our warfare. And this is another way that we can see in the scriptures that God wants us to worship him like it's a battle, right? That we this, this is striking like a weapon. Strike it like you need something to get out of your way strike it like you need to clear the atmosphere strike your hands together with more enthusiasm and with a force that sends the enemy running with a force to know that you come in in the name of the lord that you're as you worship the lord and you shout to the lord that you're clapping your hands together you're striking them together like a weapon yes create the sound the sound of clapping Hallelujah. And so this may be something new to you. Maybe something new, right? We all come from different backgrounds. I don't want to assume just because we've always clapped in, in my church that you that you clap in yours. Maybe you don't, or maybe you don't think to do that. Or maybe you do, but you never understood why we are to clap. And you're going to clap the next time. Whew, I know you're going to clap the next time with force and with power because you know what it means. Yes, release the sound. So if we can clap when someone gives a good speech or we can clap when our favorite team scores a goal and we don't even think twice about it, surely we can clap enthusiastically for the Lord Most High. He is worthy. He is worth it. He is worthy, worthy and worth it of all of our celebration, right? This is another way that we express our halal worship is by clapping with enthusiasm for the Lord most high because he's awesome because the Lord most high is awesome. My God. And so, like I said before, clapping isn't just celebrating. It's not just halal. Because look, you have to look at the first definition for taka. The first definition is to thrust or drive a weapon. And so, in other words, the, the psalmist is saying, oh, thrust and drive your hands together as you would a weapon, all you peoples. 
right? If we just replace the definition into where it says clap, that is what the scripture is saying. Thrust and drive your hands together as you would a weapon. And so your hands, when used to worship God, are spiritual weapons of warfare. I mentioned yada before, right? It's one of my favorite words of, of expressing God with your hands held high and about shooting the arrows, like I mentioned before. And so if raising my hands up high is shooting an arrow, and when I clap, it is like I am striking a weapon. You better do a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Because when your hands are used for worship, your hands are weapons. When your hands are used to glorify God, you are fighting your battles. When your hands are used to submit to the Lord and praise our mighty God, you better believe that the enemy is running. He is fleeing from you. Use your hands to worship God. Use your hands as spiritual weapons of warfare. Use, right? God told to Moses, what's in your hand? What's in your hand? Use what you have in your hand. Now, you know what I can use? I could just use my hands. Use my hand. My ability to thrust like a weapon. My ability to shoot an arrow with my hands lifted high. All of it. All of it. May our whole bodies be used to worship the Lord God. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, that's powerful. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And now again, that was just the first, first line of this song. Oh, clap your hands, all you peoples. Then shout to God with the voice of triumph. The shout to God here, the word used for shout is ruah. Ruah, you might have heard this before. And so a ruah is a shout or to raise a sound, to cry out, to give a blast. So this is how I talked about Shabbat before, right? Shabbat is to raise a sound. It is a loud way to worship God. But that is, again, the way you describe that type of worship. Ruah is the action. Ruah is how you shout your war cry, to shout an alarm of battle, to shout a signal for war or to march ahead. It is to shout in triumph over your enemies. Ruah is to shout in applause. Ruah is to shout with religion impulse it is to cry out in distress so when you ruah when you ruah you are raising a sound and even one of the descriptions i also heard that it's a sound that blasts eardrums like it is not just a regular sound a ruah is a sound that breaks barriers so as i said before you think about this how all of these definitions of ruah they, they bring you to warfare once again, to shout a war cry, to shout an alarm of battle, to shout a signal for war, to shout that you're marching in the name of the Lord. It's a shout to triumph over enemies. So once again, this is another implication that worship is our warfare. These same words that the psalmist used to describe praise unto God are the same words to, that we use to talk about fighting battle battles fighting spiritual physical and spiritual enemies so this is a, a deep connection that we need to know 
That yes, there's a time to bow down before your God and to be quiet and be still as you wait for instructions, as you wait for him to tell you what to do, as, as he comforts you and, and whatever it is that God wants to do in those moments. But then when it's time to go and battle, when it's time to go and go and do what you got to do, you got to come up and let, let out a shout. You got to go and clap. You got to go and fight your enemies. Amen. Sister Marina in the chat says, can you give an example of that? Yes, it is just, it's as easy as it sounds to shout. Okay. And so you might need, sometimes the Lord, when I lead worship, sometimes the Lord leads me and saying, we're just going to shout right now. We're just going to lift up a sound in one accord. And it's just exactly that. You can even just, it doesn't even have to be a word, but you can just go, shout or it's hallelujah right it's letting out a shout that you're giving it with all that you have um in fact one uh just this past sunday again the lord has been doing great things in in, in our church in the ways of worship and this sunday we were quote unquote done with worship worship leaders off this the, the altar we were you know all down the lord was moving but a sound of praise erupted from our church where we were all just shouting for the Lord. It was a spontaneous moment, but no one could stop. No one, they just wanted to keep saying hallelujah and shouting out praises to the Lord. And if you look, I think I even posted it on my Instagram. And so I did post it on my Instagram. So if you want to go back and look at that, that's an example of a shout that was spontaneous, but it was in unison because we were all experiencing the presence of God in such a way that we just had to shout and we were praising God because he's awesome, right? And so it was just that kind of moment that stirred up and it was appropriate in the moment, right? As I said before, all the different ways to praise God are all appropriate to God, but there, but Holy Spirit guides you into when you need to do what? When is it a time to quiet down? When is it a time to just shout and become almost militant in our worship? There is a time to just celebrate the goodness of God. And there's a time to war. And, and when you're in tune with the Holy Spirit, you will know what the atmosphere requires. Mm. You will know what the atmosphere requires and you'll be able to get in tune with him. Get in tune with the Holy Spirit so you know what the atmosphere needs. Whether you're leading a worship, worship in a church or you're just leading yourself and your family in worship at home. It all is about getting in tune with what the situation requires. Yes, Marina says, tongues, shout, love it. Yes, just let it all out. Let it all out in a big sound of glory. Um, we also had a women's retreat back in September where we were talking about lions roaring and just the reasons why lions roar over their pride, right? over. Um, and we decided to let out roars in that place. And let me tell you, I know that things shifted in our lives because as these women just roared, shouted with all that they had, it was spiritual warfare in such a powerful, powerful way. Amen. Good afternoon. Yes, God bless you. God bless you all. So again, we're talking about clapping as a way of worshipful warfare we're talking about shouting in a way that is worshipful warfare um and just allowing our worship 
to take us to a different place, to take us to a place where enemies can't reach us, to create atmospheres and environments where only the presence of God is there and nothing else can touch us. We talked a few weeks ago about how that happened to David when he went to Ramah and, and that David had sent out hitmen, or sorry, Saul sent out hitmen to get David, but because David was in a presence of prophetic worshipers, none of those hitmen could do anything to David. Instead, they were changed. Those hitmen started prophesying. I mean, come on now. Isn't that the, the type of environment that we can create a prophetic worship environment that we are just in this bubble of protection, this shield of protection in his presence that nothing can touch us? <laughs> come on now. That is where I want to be. I don't know about anybody else, but that is the type of environment that I want to be in. Amen. So as I said before, Ruah um, is very much, you know, in tune with our Shabbat to praise with a loud voice with a victory shout. And so you think about it. Why don't we shout more? Right. Truly shouting to God may feel uncomfortable at first. Right. Or you even might think, is it really necessary to be that loud, Sarah? Like, do we really have to do that? But God doesn't make any mistakes in his word. And this is not the only time in the scriptures where it says to shout to God with a voice of triumph. Okay, we cannot deny the fact that the word commands us to shout. This is not a suggestion. It's a command. Shout. Shout to God. Not only here in Psalm 47, but also Psalm 32, 11 says, Be glad in the Lord and rejoice, you righteous. And shout for joy all you upright in heart all you who are upright in heart you're gonna shout for joy you need to shout for joy psalm 33 3 says sing to him a new song play skillfully with a shout of joy this is your command play skillfully with a shout of joy a little bit of zamar action by playing an instrument a little tahila by singing a song and a little bit of shabak by shouting with joy Yes, Psalm 66, 1 also says, make a joyful shout to God, all the earth. Psalm 66, 1, make a joyful shout to God, all the earth. This leads, this is not just for the worship leader. This is not just for the radical. This is not just for, for the someone who they just, that's just, that's the shouter of the church. No, all the earth, all you peoples, like it says in Psalm 47, 1, all you people, all the earth must shout to the Lord. And so, yes, again, there is truly a time to be still before his presence. And I'm not taking away from that. We're actually going to talk about that in, the, in a future a session. But there is something uniquely released when we truly allow ourselves to go to that place where it might feel a little uncomfortable to shout unto the Lord. So clap and shout. That is what I wanted to focus on today, that we can step into something that maybe we've never done or we haven't done it with understanding about what it is required of us. Because if you read verse seven again of Psalm 47, so Psalm 47, seven says, for, the, for God is the king of all the earth, sing praises with understanding. So he wants you to sing and he wants you to worship and he wants you to praise him with 
understanding. He wants you to know that it is more than just a song. He wants you to sing knowing that there's something happening in the spiritual realm. He wants you to sing in a way that it is a life changing, that you know that that atmospheres are changing and shifting when you sing and when you worship and when you shout and when you clap. Uh, Melissa over in the chat on Facebook says, yes, that's where I love to be. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. Rhonda says true with her praise hands. Amen. And so this is it. He wants us to praise him with understanding. And so that's why I love studying the scriptures about worship because there's so much more. There's so much more for us to understand. And I say this all, all the time that just when I think I get it, God shows me something else. Just when I think that I figured it out, he's like, you don't know nothing. This is just the tip of the iceberg, right? There is so much more to this. And so let us make a joyful shout, make a sound that shifts and breaks atmospheres open so that we can declare the glory of God. We can declare that, that he's worthy of it and that he's, as, this, as Psalm 47 ends, he is greatly exalted. Are we exalting God? Or are we greatly exalting God, right? Are we lifting his name high? Or are we really, really, really lifting his name high, right? Like he is worthy to be greatly exalted, right? Another scripture says, give God the glory that is due his name. His name is due glory. You owe it to God to glorify him. He is owed glory. Whew, my God. And so can we take ourselves to a place beyond our comfort zones to worship God because he's worthy of it, because he's to be greatly exalted, because he, he, there's glory that is due his name. And when we glorify him that way, he's going to show up. He is going to feel welcomed. He is going to feel and come and inhabit our praises. So I pray that we would feel so intensely the realities of God's love, the realities of his mercy, the realities of his redemption, the realities of his salvation, the realities of his victory, like we talked about before, that it would be easy to shout to God with joy, right? Because when we have that understanding, then we can sing with understanding. When I feel his love in such a profound way and I understand, and his love and I understand his mercy and the fact that my sins are forgiven that he died on the cross so that I can have new life so that I don't have to be condemned so that I can have eternity with him when I understand that all of my mistakes are forgotten that all of my sins are down in, in the depths of the sea that he remembers them no more how can I not shout when I understand the goodness of God, when I've experienced the goodness of God, when I understand that he is worthy to be exalted, it should be easy for me to shout to God with joy. Amen. Amen. So let us, and again, if you're not there, then get there. Ask God. He's not mad at you that you don't understand, but he does want to show you. He wants to reveal himself to you. He wants to show you how much he loves you. He wants to show you how good he is. He wants to show you how merciful he is. He wants to show you his plan of salvation. He wants to show you that you can walk in victory. He wants to reveal it to you. And once that revelation comes, you will become a worshiper who worships him in spirit and in truth. 
He wants you to worship him in spirit and in truth. And that truth comes by the Holy Spirit, who is the revealer of all truth. But he also comes with fire and he comes with cleansing winds. And he comes, right? It's, it's just this whole process. But you will be the worshiper that God desires when you start with understanding, when you start with reading his word, when you start with sitting in his presence, and when you start with God, show me. Show me. Express this to me. Show me what this means. Show me your love. Show me God. I, your word says that you're awesome. So Lord, show me your awesomeness, right? And he will, he will reveal himself to you. Yes, hallelujah. Praise the living God. So that's what I wanted to share with you guys today. But let's talk about how do we apply this then to our lives? What's, what are we taking away from today? How are you gonna allow what we just talked about to transform your worship? How are, are you gonna take the challenge? Are you gonna take the challenge to try something new when you come before the Lord in worship? Whether it's again in your alone time at home or when you come into congregational worship at your church, what are you gonna do differently? Now that we talked about Psalm 47 the way that we did. Again, I know that we focus solely on first one the most, but, but spend some time in all of it and see what the Lord is trying to show you. Let me know in the chat. Let me know in the chat. What are you taking away from today? What I want to make sure that you're reminded of is that God is gloriously present when we worship him as his word instructs. When we worship him, as the word of God tells us to worship him, he will be gloriously present. He going to show up. He's going to show up because it's in alignment with the way his word declares worship to be. Let's not look at the way the world works. Let's look at the way the word of God works. And let's worship him as the word instructs us to. Again, worship isn't a suggestion. It is a biblical command. Praise the Lord. Sing praises to the Lord. Clap your hands. Shout to the Lord. Those are direct commands, not suggestions. And so I invite you to try a new way to praise God this week and experience something new in his presence. Or maybe... Do it in a way that you're doing it with understanding now. Maybe you've always been a clapper, but now you know that this means you are thrusting your hands together like a weapon and you are going to clap in a different way. That clap is going to be a new sound when it comes out of your hands now that you have understanding. And if you've never clapped your hands before or you've never shouted in your times of worship, give it a try. Challenge yourself to give it a try. And if you have, like I said before, do it with more understanding next time. Do it with this fresh revelation or this fresh reminder that it is more. It is always deeper than what we think things are on the surface. Amen. All right. Anyone else have any other thoughts? We got a couple of amens. Holy Ghost fire. Yes. Amen. 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 Looking at the, the comments here on Facebook and on Instagram. Praise the Lord. Thank you for those who have joined. I'm going to pray. Uh, to kind of close us up here, but I'm also going to do some announcements, talk about how you can stay connected, other resources from the Soul of Worship Ministry, and then we'll also uh, take some time to take prayer requests. So if you have a prayer request, please feel free to put it in the chat 
now. Um, so that way when I get to that part, it's already up there and we're able to present it onto the Lord. <laughs> Sister Melissa in the chat says, I'm a worship leader and I'm very loud, but sometimes I feel like I'm too loud. Sister, there is no such thing as being too loud, right? I don't know if you were if you joined us when we talked earlier about that sound, that the sound that breaks atmospheres, that is the type of um, worship that God desires. He wants us to shout loud to him. He wants us to let out a ruah. Now, I'll say what I said before. Make sure that you're in alignment with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is going to tell you when to shout and the Holy Spirit will also tell you when to hush. Okay. So when we're in alignment with the Holy Spirit, when we have relate, especially as worship leaders, it's so important for us to be connected with the Holy Spirit at home that we got relationship with God when we're off the stage, right? I'm a worship leader. I, I can say this because we need to be able to hear God in the moment so that we know what the atmosphere needs in that moment. Does the atmosphere just need to be reminded of God's love or does the atmosphere require us to, to be in war, right? There is a difference and that's why it's so important that we know Holy Spirit, we know the voice of the Lord and we follow what the situation commands of us, okay? So good. She goes, oh yes, I know that's true. <laughs> amen, amen. Yes, yes, yes. So important, so important because if we don't know, we can miss what God wants to do on that Sunday or in that Wednesday or whatever it is. We don't want to miss what the Holy Spirit wants to do. And so let us cultivate that relationship with the Holy Spirit so that we can follow his commands. Amen. Amen. All right, Marina, I see your prayer request. We're, we're going to lift that up in just a minute. All right. So Father God, Lord, I thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I thank you for this time. I thank you for your revelation, God. I thank you for your reminders today. My God, Lord, you are awesome. The Lord most high is awesome. And so God, we just, we praise you for your awesomeness. We praise you because you are a great king over all the earth. We praise you because you are excellent. We praise you because you are our God. You are Elohim. You are our, um, our king over all the earth lord you reign over all you sit on your holy throne god you are greatly exalted and so we come in agreement with your word and we exalt your name as well god and we lift up a shout my god we lift up a shout of praise my lord and we clap our hands to you my god because you are worthy of my Lord, you are worthy of my praise, Lord. And so I release it unto you, God. I lift up a mighty shout because you, Lord, are God over all the earth. The Lord most high is worthy of my celebration unto you, God. Lord, and I thank you in advance for what you're going to do in the lives of your people and how you're going to take us to another level in our praise and in our worship because their eyes have now been opened because you have now given instruction, God. And we can't, we can't shut our eyes to it now. We've got to walk with open eyes, singing, Lord, what you want us to do. And I thank you in advance for all that you're doing and will continue to do among your people. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> 
All right, so here's our weekly schedule. If you're new to the Soul of Worship ministry, um, we do a Monday night Bible study on Zoom. So it's a little bit more interactive. We get to share and talk with one another. Um, if you want to take part of that, I would uh, recommend for you to register on my website. And that way you can get the Zoom link and the reminder emails and you can come and take part of that. Um, then on Tuesdays, all those who are registered also get an email from me with the whole PDF download. You're able to use it to review, share it with others. If you want to lead a Bible study using this materials, you are more than welcome to do that. I also load on Tuesdays um, all the, the PDF presentation to the workshop, which is our online learning portal that archives all of our Bible study materials in a place where you can easily grab them and use them. And if you miss a week, you, you know where to go and grab it and study on your own time. Um, then on Wednesdays, as we're doing right now, we do the lunchtime live recap, which is whatever the Monday night Bible study was. I recap it on Wednesdays uh, here on Facebook and on Instagram at around 12 p.m. Eastern time. And then by Thursday, I also load the Facebook live video um, to the, uh, I loaded to the workshop. So you have it in there. Um, I also loaded to the YouTube channel and loaded up into podcasts into our podcast. And so if you missed it or you want to rewatch, maybe you missed the beginning, there's many ways to stay connected um, in, in whatever way makes it work for you. If you like working on a computer, you like being you know on, on your on your phone, you prefer YouTube whatever else. There's plenty of ways to stay connected um, with what God is doing here in this ministry. I mentioned before, if you would like to register for the online Bible study so that you get access to the Zoom and you get the emails, please go to soulofworship.com forward slash online Bible study. Just need your first name and your email and you will be on the list. The workshop, again, is our online learning portal. If you're on Facebook, you can see a little preview of what it looks like. Um, as I mentioned, it's e for each lesson, there's a, a weekly, um, the recap video is loaded, the PDF downloads are loaded, um, not only the whole presentation, but I also have a study journal download that you can print so you can take notes while you're watching. Uh, you can also leave comments in there or questions. I can uh, see your question and then answer them. And so I really encourage you to make a login to the workshop um, so that you can get just access to all these extra resources and continue to grow in your study of the word of God. If you don't already connect with the Soul of Worship ministry, I would encourage you to follow on Facebook, follow on Instagram, follow on the podcast, create that login to the online learning portal. You can also follow on YouTube at Soul of Worship and Ministry. Um, and then if you feel so led, you can sew into sew um, by going to soulofworship.com forward slash partner. I want to thank everyone who is a monthly sponsor. Um, you could do a one-time donation or a monthly, um, whatever amount you uh, feel led led by the Lord. It all um, is greatly appreciated and we bless you in the name of Jesus for doing that. You can also support our ministry shop. Um, we have, you know, mugs, worship is my warfare, t-shirts, books, um, plenty of, we also have kids uh, resources. Um, Praise Kids is our, our, our kids ministry. And so there's definitely a lot there and we would love for you to, um, to support us in that way. And then you get something in return too. <laughs> Um, also, I want to say thank you to everyone who've been praying for our waffles and worship event that was this past week. It was truly a wonderful time. Um, even though we had a snowstorm and everything else, God moved in a beautiful way. Um, and we're just so grateful for, you know, it was a big 32 or 33 people who, who showed up. And so, um, it was, it was awesome and God was glorified. And so, um, if you missed out, 
there will be another one. <laughs> Sister Janice and I have already been talking about what we're going to plan again in the future because a lot of people had that were unable to come or just want more. And so we are certainly going to make this a recurring thing. So be on the lookout. Um, and those waffles tasted good. And it was a fun time to do have the waffles and then learn about more about worship. Amen. So just want to thank everyone who helped support um, if you want to learn more about the power of worship, I mentioned a couple times um, about the book that I wrote, Worship, Are You Making a Sound? Um, and so it is a 12-week Bible study a journey. Um, it tells you scriptures to read, questions to ask and answer, um, and it takes you through a journey through the scriptures on the power of worship. And so um, I would encourage you to, to grab a copy at soulofworship.com forward slash book. You can also get it on Amazon. You can get it wherever books are sold. Uh, you just have to do a quick search for that. Um, and then I also recorded video lessons to go with each chapter. And so if you like, you want to do the study on your own and then you want to kind of check your answers with the video, you can, um, log into the, to the online version of it, online course. It's at soulofworship.com forward slash course. And so again, it's pre-recorded, so you can do it at your own pace. Um, but it's, it's definitely a supplement to the book. And I would encourage you to take advantage of that as well. All right, that is uh, all that I have in terms of announcements, but I have seen a couple of prayer requests, so we are certainly gonna turn our attention there as well. So Sister Marina says she's been getting pain on her upper right side of her stomach. Um, it feels like a stuck feeling um, in the spirit and needs to be set free in Jesus' name and also a shift atmosphere, shift atmosphere in my house, amen. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we present to you, Marina, Father God. Lord, we thank you for her life. We thank you father god that she's been connected um on here for you know many times for several weeks and months she's been part of this online community father god and lord i just lift her up right now father god lord you know her need right now and she even admits that this pain does not feel like it is a, a physical thing that it feels like it is a spiritual thing father god and so lord i come in the mighty name of jesus lord lord what i have I give and what I have is the power of the Holy Spirit and I have the power of the name of Jesus Christ. And so Lord, I declare for that pain to leave her body right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray that she would touch her side, that she's feeling the pain and that she would feel your fire, Lord, on that side, Father God, and that she would feel your fire, your Holy Spirit fire, consume that pain and whatever unclean thing is trying to cause this pain in her body and that it would have to go in the name of Jesus by the authority of Jesus Christ. We, we proclaim and we declare the power of the blood of Jesus over Sister Marina right now and that she would be freed from whatever oppression is holding her back right now and causing this physical pain. Lord, we, we declare your healing right now. Heal her entire body from head to toe and give her the freedom that she is desiring, Lord. She has faith in you and your word says that by your faith she shall be made well. And so by her faith she has been set free from this demonic oppression that we're calling it out by name. And saying it must go right now in the name of Jesus. And we're believing God that you are doing a mighty thing in her life right now. Lord, deliverance right now in the name of Jesus. And Lord, she's praying for a shift in the atmosphere in her house. And so Lord, I pray right now that you would come and consume, Lord, everything that is not of you in her house. Lord, that as she lifts up her sound, as she prays unto you, my God, as she lifts up her clapping and as she lifts up her ruah shout, Lord, Lord, that you will come to her rescue and that you will come and dwell 
dwell in her house. And Lord, that there will be nothing that can stay where the presence of the Lord is. And Lord, every everything that does not belong shall go right now in the name of Jesus. And we declare her home yours for you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, clean and sanctified, Father God, for your glory and for your honor in Jesus name. Amen. Lord, we thank you for Marina. Yes, my Lord. Lord, we also come in agreement with Sister Gidget. She's asking for prayer for her cousin Yolanda, who broke her wrist and arm in two places um, when she was roller skating, Father God. And so, Lord, I pray for Yolanda right now. We're asking, Father God, for a supernatural healing in her wrist and arm. Lord, in these two places that she broke her arm and wrist, Lord, we are praying for you to, to heal them right now, Father God. Lord, she's got this cast on, but when they go to check on her the next time, and take a follow-up x-ray that it will be healed perfectly that there would be absolutely no um implications or, or or problems father god as a result of this injury but that it would heal perfectly by your power god in the name of jesus we declare complete healing over yolanda's arm and wrist in the name of Jesus, Father God, reliever of all pain, Father God, Lord, she will not need surgery in the name of Jesus, but you will instead touch her hand and heal her body, Lord, completely in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we also pray, uh, uh, we come in agreement with Barbara Vasquez, Lord. She's praying for help with her finances, Father God. Lord, you are our Jehovah Jireh. You are our God who provides. And so, Lord, we thank you in advance for everything, Father God, that, that you have already provided for Barbara, Father God. We thank you for how you've helped her. We thank you that you're, she's standing here today and that she's able to ask in the name of Jesus for assistance, my Lord. And Lord, I pray that you would provide for her the daily bread that she needs, Father God. Lord, the daily manna, Father God. Lord, that you would provide just enough for today, my God. That you would provide exactly what she needs for this moment, Lord. Lord, you know what she needs. And Lord, I pray for that manna. And that she would live according to the manna principle. That she will have everything she needs today. And she will have everything she needs tomorrow, Father God. Because that is the way you operated with the Israelites in the desert. You gave them exactly what they needed today. And when tomorrow came, you did it again. And so Lord, I pray that you would provide exactly what she needs today and exactly what she needs tomorrow when it comes, God. And we trust that you, that she would be a good steward of what you have given her. She will make good choices that you would give her the, um, the direction and the alignment, Father God, and the wisdom for how to be a good steward with what you have given her, Father God. Because when we're faithful with a little, we will trust us with more, God. And so we thank you, Lord, that you are her provider and that you will meet her need according to the principles of your word, God, in Jesus' mighty name, Lord God. Lord, yes, we thank you. Thank you for those standing in agreement in the name of Jesus, Father God. Yes, Lord, we pray for Sister Rhonda, Father God. Lord, we're praying for her healing, Lord, of her eyes from these cataract surgeries, Father God. We're declaring that her eyes are well, Lord. Lord Jesus, when you walk this earth, you love to heal those who were blind, Father God, spiritually and physically. And so, Lord, we know that this is right up your alley, that there is nothing impossible for you. And so I pray that as Sister Rhonda right now touches her eyes Lord Lord that it would be your hand being placed over her eyes and that the cataracts would go that everything that's distorted would go that every pain would go and that sight would be restored in the mighty name of Jesus because we believe in your healing hand God and we believe that your healing virtue is being released over sister Rhonda right now in the name of Jesus yes Lord we thank you our Savior for healing 
all of us, Father God. We thank you for restoration and provision in the name of Jesus. Yes, I come in agreement, Father God. Yes, coming back over to Instagram, Lord, we pray for Pastor Paneer in India, Father God, for strength and healing for his body, Father God. Lord, we pray that you would remember your servant, God, and that you would again have mercy over him and that you would extend, Lord, your mercy and your grace and your goodness, God, and that you would heal his body, Father God, that you would give him strength, that, Lord, you let your will be done, Lord. You, we know that your servant desires for your will to be done, and we pray for your mighty hand to be revealed in this situation as well, Father God, and we pray for your mercy, God. Have mercy, my Lord, in Jesus' mighty name, Lord God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, Father God. And we continue to lift up Sister Rhonda and Craig, Father God. Lord, we pray that you will continue to cover them, Father God. Lord, against any COVID, against stomach flu and stomach bugs that are going around. Lord, we pray for all those in the nursing home that may be impacted by this, Father God. And we pray for your healing hand to sweep over them all, Father God. And that they would all be in good health, Lord, Father God. And they would all be strengthened and that it would no longer be spread from this moment forward in this nursing home, Father God. Cover them, have mercy over them, and save their souls as well. Continue to use Rhonda and Craig as they continue to work in this environment, Father God, and in this atmosphere that you would use them for your glory and for your honor, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. All right. I think that I got everybody's prayer request. And so if you are watching this on the replay or the recap or when I load this to the workshop or when I load it to YouTube, I pray that you would come in agreement with the word that if you need healing that you would grab onto it too that if you need restoration that if you need help in your finances that you would grab onto the word of God as well and receive it for you and if you have if you want to leave a comment we certainly are always monitoring the comments and we'll certainly um come in agreement with you and pray with you but also know that you can lift up a sound and you can pray onto your God Almighty and you can ask Jesus as your Lord and Savior and you can ask him to come and save you and rescue you and heal you my God oh there's there's more coming all right sister Melissa she says I have several cysts in my right breast and I have an appointment for an ultrasound because the mammogram wasn't clear enough on the 24th father God in the name of Jesus Lord I am declaring again your mercy over your servant Melissa Lord she told me earlier that she is a worship leader she knows how to lift up her sound she knows how to shout unto you father God and so father God I am praying right now that you would also hear her cry in this moment hear her shout father God hear her worship and that you would honor her father God and that you will remember her in this moment and Lord I pray right now as she puts her hands over her breast father God Lord that whatever cysts are in there Lord that they would dissolve right now in the name of Jesus that they would become nothing Lord and when she goes to this next ultrasound father God Lord that it would be a hundred percent clear that there is nothing that is impacting her that there are no cancerous cells that there are no cells of anything clumping together that everything would be 100% normal father God bring all of her breast tissue into alignment into original design by you my God you are our original creator and design our entire body and I pray and believe that you will restore every functionality and every tissue and every cell back into original design in her body in her breast right now complete healing in Jesus mighty name Lord God Lord we thank you and we believe Lord that you are with us and that you hear our prayers Lord your word says that we should be anxious for nothing but instead make our requests known to you God and with prayer and supplication 
thanking you in and with thanksgiving with thanksgiving thanking you in advance that we already have what we prayed for Lord, and the peace that surpasses all understanding will guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. And so, Lord, guard our hearts, guard our minds right now because we're trusting that you've got this, Lord, and that your word is true and that you are still a healer, that you're still a provider, that you are still awesome and worthy to be praised. Lord, we thank you in Jesus' mighty, mighty name. Amen, amen, and amen. Whew. All right, folks. <laughs> Glory be to Jesus. I love you all. I bless you in the name of Jesus. And I pray that you would have a blessed day. Don't forget to shout. Don't forget to clap for the Lord God most high because he is worthy. Amen. God bless you all. Have a great rest of the day. Are you walking through a season of barrenness? Do you need to stir up spiritual growth in your life? In worship, are you making a sound? Author Sarah Marie Popolo shares praise and worship that will transform your walk with the Lord. You'll gain new insight into the powerful tool God has given you in worship. Walk through this 12-week Bible study and learn how to use your voice to declare God's promises over your life and watch your desert flourish into a garden of praise and triumph. Available at Amazon, your local bookstore, or at Trilogy.tv. As a reminder, this Bible study is available as a PDF download on my online learning portal called The Workshop. To download this study with all of the notes and scripture references, please go to www.soulofworship.com forward slash workshop and join our community. The link is also in the show notes. All right, that's it for today's episode. Don't forget to follow the Soul of Worship Ministry on Instagram and Facebook and join the email newsletter so you never miss out on new Bible study resources and live Bible study and worship events. Find it all on www.soulofworship.com. Until next time, keep on praising.